How can we as moms and moms-to-be who are more overwhelmed and worried than ever about our kids find natural, safe, effective, and real-life ways to nurture and cultivate amazing human beings? That is the question, and here are the answers. This is the Parent Coffee Talk, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm Dr. Cleopatra. Let's get started. Dr. Cleopatra, I am here with Dr. Roseanne, and we have a very special guest, Dr. Krista Burns, here with us today. Krista is the founder of the American Posture Institute, and we have such a treat for you today. Krista is going to, you can see she's already on her treadmill. And I'm going to let you explain where you are and what the circumstances are like, where you are and how you've been coping with them. But we're so excited that you're here to show us some posture exercises to talk about how important posture is for our mental health and our physical health and setting healthy tech boundaries with our children and talk about digital dementia as well. So we have lots of good stuff. Which how much do I love digital dementia? Like what an amazing term. Such an incredible term and so important for people. It's a good job with that. And so, so important for people to know about. Dr. Rowe, would you do a formal introduction? Because this woman deserves a formal introduction before we get into all that amazingness that I just mentioned. Dr. Krista Burns is one of our special friends and everybody who's been on knows we have like the best friends. They're so awesome smart, friends. We're so blessed. They're also so fun. Yes. Anybody who's friends with Cleopatra and I has to be fun. So, so fun um, and so brilliant at the so same brilliant. time. Yeah. And, and loving too. It has All to the good. Like, All the know. goods. Exactly. All the good. Lots of good. So Dr. Krista Burns, she's a dual doctorate and she's the founder of the American Posture Institute, which is really, I'm, you know, saying this, doing a lot of just groundbreaking work about how important posture is, and then also supporting our children, preventing of digital dementia. It's not just children, it's everybody, but she does a lot for that because I think, you know, our kids are growing up with so much digital interaction. And as we are moving into online schooling, at least temporarily, you know, this is such an important topic and we want to do that. So she is the author of the textbook, The Posture Principles. She's also a TED Talk speaker and she's leading the charge against postural decline. Not just in America, even though it's called the American Posture Institute, she travels all over the world and teaches chiropractors about this and different organizations and has been really groundbreaking in that work. She's been featured on Fox News Radio, Global Women's Magazine, and is a featured speaker at the World Neurology and Postural Congress. So welcome. Educate us. And, you know, we want to use this, you know, your, uh, your knowledge to support parents during this time um, of, you know, quarantine. Also, not just for today. These are principles that we're using in crisis, but we should adopt to and adapt in our daily life, right? Yes. Or I should say absolutely. adapt to and adopt in our daily life. Yes, absolutely. Long <laughs> Already. <Yeah. laughs> Well, Dr. Cleopatra, Dr. Roseanne, thank you so much for the invitation to be here today. For everybody who's watching, first of all, I want to applaud you and say welcome and say thank you so much for stepping up to be here. 
we have what's called an infodemic right now. There's so much information happening online. But you know what? By being here, you're in the right place. You're listening to the right people. Dr. Cleopatra and Dr. Roseanne are highly educated and bringing on truly the best experts. I don't say that about myself, but because I know the other guests who have been here educating you throughout these programs. With that being said, you can see me moving right now. Why am I moving? I'm on a treadmill because as Dr. Cleopatra said, tell me a little bit more about where you're at and what you're experiencing. I'm in Puerto Rico right now. And we're on day nine of quarantine, full lockdown, meaning that we can't go outside. We can only leave our homes to go to the grocery store and to go for medical care. Now, I don't want to complain about the situation, but I will be completely honest with you. Day one, I panicked. I did not know what to do with myself. Why? Because every single morning I go running by the ocean. And then every afternoon after work, I go for another walk along the ocean and I go to the gym on one day. And so the thought of just being in my apartment on the fifth floor and not being able to go outside, I felt like my quality of life just decreased instantly. So day two, I woke up and I said, okay, I have a new normal. What can I control within my new normal? I know that I can't go for my morning run along the ocean, but what I can do is I can set up my workspace in a way that supports my physiology to stay productive, to not get wrapped up in the infodemic, (laughs) to stay productive, protect my body, keep myself moving, and control my environment in a way that helps me be proactive in this time where it could be very simple to just lose all routines, to be unhealthy, to get out of, you know, to not move because we literally can't leave our houses. So with that being said, I would love to share with you guys today some things that I'm doing and some great tips that you can do for your children to help keep them healthy and happy during lockdown or self-quarantine, whatever that experience is for you guys. The question might be, why posture? Is posture the most important thing that we need to be talking about right now? Well, we all have a posture. Your posture is the structural framework of your body. It supports everything you do while you're moving, while you're standing, while you're seated. Now, having proper posture in this time is not necessarily more important than washing your hands and having proper social distancing. However, what I want to help you and your family with is staying sane at home with moms and dads working at home, with homeschooling happening at home. Because what's very simple is to just sit on our devices, not move, and have this hunched forward posture. Because we all have one of these. I, I, Dr. Krista, I feel like I should straighten up just listening. To just you. listening. And can I just appreciate how skillfully she's walking on the treadmill and sharing this very detailed, higher level information? I'm like super impressed. Well, because we have to adapt to a new normal, right? Yes. Usually, when I've exercised three times that day for a video, I'm not walking on the video. That's when I can kind of calm down and relax. However, with that being said, I'm in this new normal where I need to be moving my body more frequently because I have less bouts of exercise outside that are more intense, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a new normal and we're adapting. Now, what's really important to understand about your posture is that your posture feeds your brain. So we have within our spinal column, we have an up and down pathway. So the information that comes from our world goes up to our brain via the spinal column and vice versa. So your brain sends information down your spinal column out through your body. Now, the better inputs that you have to your system, the better outputs you get from your brain and your body. If we are just seated without movement, staring at a device all day, every day, these are low enhancing inputs, meaning that we have worse outputs. 
So if we want to improve this, we need to change our postural design while engaging with technology. I'd be a hypocrite if I said, get rid of your technology <laughs> as we're here today, connected virtually, right? I'm not going to be a yes. hypocrite. Yeah. We're very grateful of this right now. However, we have to protect our bodies and our physiology while engaging with technology, because if not, what's going to happen every time, and I want you to check yourself after today's interview, every time you grab your smart device, you're going to go into this posture. Thinking about COVID-19, what happens when I go forward? I want you guys to try this with me right here. Bring, go into the worst posture, bring your shoulders forward. Now take a deep breath in. Do you feel restricted? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Now sit up straight, pull your shoulders back, pull your head up, look forward, take a full deep breath in and breathe out. If COVID-19 is a respiratory disease, and if we are in this poor posture, we are restricting lung capacity. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing here is we're restricting the diaphragm, which is our primary muscle for respiration. So we need to make sure that we're opening up so we can engage our diaphragm and have full respirations. Mm -hmm. So your posture can then control your respiratory. It, it can enhance your ability for proper respiration. Okay, I'm not going to say it's going to control it, but it's going to mm -hmm. enhance your ability to have proper inhalation and exhalation. Mm -hmm. So just by changing our posture, we just experienced how we can change our physiologic function. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. That is a really big deal. That is something that, you know, from the mental health aspect, right, yeah. you know, which is what I focus on every day, is that we people are feeling a loss of control. What we've been really focusing on, Krista, is giving people little, little actionable things that can restore control. So you can control your posture and you're not too young at any age to do that. And we can support ourselves as mamas and daddies, but we can also support our children. Um, and, and, you know, I have worked with lots of people with chronic lung conditions for different reasons. And that's one of the first things I do is teach them not as well as you posture, but also even exercises that they can mm -hmm. do. We're going to talk about some different exercises, mm -hmm. um, but you can control that and that can really help you to feel like, okay, you know, I can help support my lungs. And that is something that's going to help you for today with, you know, COVID-19 or in the future. I was going to add to that point too. You know, the research has demonstrated when it comes to stress and anxiety that just by changing our posture, it helps us change our mood instantly. I'm not saying that changing your posture is the only thing you should do for your mental health at all. Please listen to everything Dr. Rosanne. Oh, no. It's mine. You know, it's your ment, you know, your mental, your physical and your spiritual health. And they are all connected and you need to do things in all three realms. End of story. Yes. So, yeah. A research study that I was recently reading, it said this, and I thought this was so impactful to share with all of you who are listening in today who may be feeling stressed out in this time. They did a research study comparing two groups of people, two groups of university students. And one group had slumped forward posture and the other group had upright posture. And both groups were asked to write down thoughts about themselves. And 86% of the students who had this slumped forward posture wrote something negative and had a poor mood. Whereas 87% of the participants who had upright posture had positive things to say about themselves, experienced a better mood. That was a change in centimeters, literally from here to here, changed their mood and their affect. So how they view themselves, their body image, how they view themselves within their world, so our environment. And then of course, the mood that we express to other people. 
So if we're all confined to our house and if someone's stressed out within your family, we can just take a moment to have proper posture, take a full inhalation, exhalation, control what we can control within our universe and mm-hmm. down-regulate that stress response in a positive way to then go conquer the next task, whatever it may be, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's getting work done, and have this positive mood. What worries me, though, is when we grab these devices and your, your kids who are doing homeschooling on their screens, they naturally go here, right? Yes. And they don't realize it. And they sit here for eight hours in this position. So we have to make sure that we have healthy tech habits to bring their posture system upright so that we can help reinforce positive physiology and positive mood affect to help control that stress response. Dr. Cleopatra, I think I interrupted you a second ago. <laughs> no, we were we were saying the same thing essentially, which is that not only is our posture having this impact on our physiology, but there's clear evidence in the scientific literature that it has a strong impact on our mental health. And you just cited a recent study, which is really powerful. I mean, that's a very big difference that was reported in that study. And I think that's very important. And when we're talking about in this time and really in any time in our lives, in our our busy, overly saturated lives that we tend to live today, whether it's overly saturated with information and other kinds of stimuli, it is really important to have a toolbox that is immediately available to us at our fingertips that we can utilize to bring ourselves back into ourselves and to help to calm our stress response. And so if it's something as simple as how I'm working, oh, how am I sitting? Let me just put my shoulders back and make sure that I'm open enough to get a full breath. That and then, and that my mood also sees the impact of that in terms of lifted and and more optimistic and feeling better about myself in life. I mean, that's a huge ripple effect from a tiny adjustment. And I just wanted to highlight that, which is exactly what you were doing as well. And those words, uplifted and depressed, you think about the words, how they sound, depressed, pressed down, uplifted, I'm upright, right? Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yes can absolutely impact us. So well, I've prepared- and you know, when people are feeling depressed or anxious, they often feel overwhelmed as they do right now in this mm-hmm. quarantine. And again, like a ripple effect, one little piece can start to move changes, right? So this is, can be the first part of your change. And it's something that everybody can do. And I just absolutely love that. Absolutely. So- I've put together five tips that I think all parents can implement with their children. If you guys want to dive into those for posture yes, perfect kiddos. Go for it. Keep reading right. my mind. I was going to say, tell, tell me how I teach my children about this. Go for it, Dr. Yes. Chris. So let's keep it simple. I want to keep it to five things. And okay. I really, really want you guys to know that you can do this right away. Start this afternoon, okay? Well. And for all of our parents who are listening in, I want you guys to be detectives, okay? So promise me you'll be a detective and you'll be observant this, this evening, this afternoon. You'll watch your child on their device. And if you see this C-shaped spinal curvature, if you see that they're looking down in tech neck posture, I just want you to know the importance of taking action now as we're beginning these lockdowns, beginning these quarantines to create better posture programs for your children. Hmm. So number one exercise is called neck retractions. So what happens when we're on our devices, whether we're on our computer or looking down at our smartphone, we go forward. 
So what I want you to do is just place your finger here on your chin and you're going to retract your neck back and hold. What you're going to experience is your ears will be aligned over your shoulders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now don't go up and back and don't go down. Make mm-hmm. sure that you go straight back and hold. This is called a neck retraction. I want you to hold that for 10 seconds and repeat five times. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's what's called a reverse posture exercise to reverse the postural distortion pattern of tech neck posture from looking down. Mm-hmm. So we place our finger on our chin. We retract back and hold for 10 seconds and then repeat five times. Okay. So you go forward, mm-hmm. back and hold. So that's a neck retraction. That's number one. Number two is called the posture angel. If you have a TheraBand or anything like this at home, please use it. And if not, no worries. You don't you, you can use it without, but let me demonstrate with, this is called a posture angel. Okay. So in order to keep the body upright, instead of collapsing forward in a C shape, we want to strengthen the muscles of our back, of our upper back. And so how we can do that with a posture angel is you're going to grab a TheraBand just like this or any resistance band. Mm -hmm. And you're going to start up here and then lower down and hold for 10 seconds. As you lower, you're going to feel activation of the muscles right between your two scapulae. You're going to hold for 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. Then rise up. Feels really good. Mm -hmm. And lower again. So you're going to perform each exercise five times, but hold for 10 seconds. That nice isometric hold, that longer hold is what's really going to build your posture muscles. Dr. Krista, if people are home and they don't have some kind of stretchy band, which, you know, a lot of toys have um, stretchy bands, (laughs) could they potentially just use a towel, something that has a little bit of a give, maybe an older beach towel or something like that? Just improvise with other props. I also 100%. felt it just doing it like this. If you don't yeah. have anything, right? Like yeah. don't let it stop you. And what you can also do is just stand against the wall. So if you flatten okay. your spine against the wall, and if you keep your elbows and your wrists against the wall and just lower, you'll feel activation of the musculature okay. of your spine. Mm, that sounds really good. So where you should feel it is right here in your upper back between your two scapulae. Mm-hmm. So with neck retractions, we were working our neck muscles to reverse looking down. Mm-hmm. And then with posture angels, this is to bring our shoulders back and hold them there, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to build that musculature of our backs. Number three is called posture breaks. Now I need this commitment that everybody is going to start doing posture breaks after today. For 30 seconds, every hour you're on your device, I want you to take a 30 second posture break. So what happens, again, when we're on our devices, we collapse forward. We go into a depressed posture. We want to go anti-gravity. So for 30 seconds every hour, set the alarm or use a posture reminder like I have here. And you're going to bring your hands back. You're going to press your chest forward and drop your head back and hold. So hold this position for 30 seconds. And what you're going to experience is that after holding for 30 seconds and focusing on your respiration, you're going to feel more relaxed. You're going to feel stretched out because these muscles, when you go forward, get so tight. So you'll feel a nice stretch across your chest muscles here. And you'll feel more productive. Because here's the thing. The part of our brain called the reticular activating system that helps us stay alert and engaged also has a descending pathway called reticulospinal that goes from the reticulum to the spine. So when we go anti-gravity and then we come back for our work, we feel more productive because now we're paying attention. Mm -hmm. So when you go into this posture, it's easy to let your mind wander. Mm -hmm. When you take a 30-second posture break, you come back to your work, 
you feel more stretched out, you have proper posture, and you can focus a little bit better. Mm. So that's a win-win also for our parents who are watching. Yes, absolutely. Number one, neck retractions. Number two, posture angels. Number three, posture breaks, 30 seconds every hour. Number four is active sitting. Now, chances are you didn't go grab a posture cushion before quarantine. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't the first thing on your shopping list. And I get that. <laughs> Those are also called sensory seats. Oh, amazing. Aha. And I don't I have it right now, but a lot of special needs parents have those at home. Oh, I um, love hearing that. Yes. Heartwarming. <laughs> yes. So they use sensory wedges or sensory yes. seats. It's the same thing. It helps with your posture, but it also gives vestibular input for your nervous system to self-regulate. So just in case. That's incredible. Yeah. I love that. I didn't know about those. Oh, they're fantastic. So good. Every patient walks out with a posture cushion. I believe it. It looks awesome. So a posture cushion, also you might have an exercise ball at home. It's going to serve a similar purpose. The reason I want to emphasize active sitting is because chairs these days are designed where we don't have to move. Mm -hmm. So chairs hold us upright regardless of our circumstance. So if I start to slouch, if I fall asleep in my chair, it will hold me up regardless of what posture I'm in. (laughs) So we literally, if we're seated, the chair does all the work for us. We don't have to engage our muscles. We don't have to engage our posture. We don't have to activate our vestibular system. And so we go into these absurd postures in chairs. However, when you have active sitting solution, a posture cushion, a sensory seat, an exercise ball, it's an instable surface. Now stick with me of why that's amazing is because the vestibular system. So your vestibular system, you have um, sensory receptors in your inner ears. Every time you change your position in relation to gravity, it activates Mm -hmm. and it brings you back to center to hold you upright. This is important because when you come back to center, you engage your musculature. Mm-hmm. If we do not sit on active sitting solutions, the chair will hold us up regardless of our posture and we forget about our posture and we have the worst postures. Since we're going to be at home, since we're going to be on devices, we need to engage active sitting solutions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also standing up if possible to do a three to one ratio of standing versus sitting. That's really beneficial as well. Okay. Just like I'm doing also, if you can have you, if you can pace while you're doing meetings virtually, for example, that's going to help you stay more active and engaged. And then last but not least, especially in consideration of our circumstances today is bringing those devices up to eye level. Mm. So I have right now an amazing ergonomic tool called a cardboard box. So, I mean, it's you know, this is not exactly one of those things that's going to cost you a lot of money, but we all have one lying around. So right for this interview, I put a cardboard box underneath my computer screen so that it's at eye level so that I'm not looking down while I'm typing or talking. Mm-hmm. It's at eye level so that I can engage in our conversation from here versus here. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you guys to try this if you have your smartphone with you. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to hold our devices out here in proper posture with our arms out, okay? It's not realistic. Our mm-hmm. arms get tired. What's very realistic is if we bring our elbows in close to our body and we hold our device here. So from here, I can scan everything on my phone. I can check my text messages, my Facebook, you name it. I have proper posture because my eyes are at eye level with the device. 
and my arms are supported because my elbows are in here close to my body, okay? Mm -hmm. So bring those devices up to eye level. If it's a laptop, put a cardboard box or anything else underneath it. Mm -hmm. And then if it's your smartphone, just bring your elbows in close to your body and hold your device up here at eye level. That's awesome. So those are the five tips I want everybody to implement with their entire family to have better posture while we're in this lockdown situation. Then of course, adapt better posture yeah. habits. On and Dr. Time. Krista, when you hold your phone up or your laptop up, you look better because you don't see anything. Because <laughs> we're all going to be on more virtual meetings, right? Yes. So and you instantly look better with proper posture too you want to look absolutely and i you, you know i use the stand for this i put it on things oh i love it that's all awesome. yeah you can order this on amazon just a little stand you know there's also vanity and there's health you know it's just a little vanity bonus just so you can see that i, mean, I just love these super actionable tips so good you know? Like who, who couldn't do this one minute, less than one minute, 30 seconds, you know, on the hour. And, you know, can you even talk about when your posture is better? Yes, we feel better, right? We hold, we're holding our heads up and there's like a positive impact on our self-esteem. Um, but let's talk even about what's so important about chiropractics for me is that you get proper lymphatic drainage and how your immunity builds and your health. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. What we want to prevent right now is stagnation. Yes. So when we're seated and when we're hunched forward, we have stagnation of the lymph in our body. Mm -hmm. um, just as you want to stay very hydrated because you want to move fluids through your body, it's a very similar concept in the fact that we want to keep alignment to keep proper drainage and keep proper movement throughout the body. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, these chairs are designed to keep us seated. These shows are designed to keep us hooked. And so what we do is we go into this posture and we stay there for hours and hours per day. With a normal schedule, we have to be at work at a certain time or be at school at a certain time or soccer practice at a certain time. All of that's changed. So yes. now we need to create new schedules and routines that support our health. Mm -hmm. So from a postural perspective, when we're in proper alignment, we have less stress on our bones, joints, ligaments, so that you feel less pain. You can breathe better. You have better balance. You have proper lymphatic movement throughout your body. And it's that positive stimulation. You mentioned three seats. It's better inputs to our brain, create better outputs to our bodies. Mm -hmm. So we can either be here in poor posture, staring at artificial stimulation from a device, or we can be here upright, engaging with our world, which may look a little bit different now than it did two weeks ago, but we have to engage in our new world in the most positive fashion for our, the health of our bodies and, of course, our mental health as well. You know, and Dr. Krista, obviously, these are things that are super, super actionable and helpful right now, but they're also things that are helpful all the time. And I know one of the things I know about you as a chiropractor, you really work with some top athletes because it didn't matter how much activity they were doing, how much practice they were having. If they didn't have good posture, their bodies couldn't work the same way. So isn't that true? But you know, that's an important concept. We're all not getting the same level of physical activity as we possibly can. But even when you are, that's how important posture is. Yeah. You know, in our practice in Italy, it was very common because we worked with five different professional sports teams. 
So it was very common on any given day, you'd come into our practice and waiting to get treated and do their posture rehabilitation, we'd have an 85-year-old man. And then we'd have, you know, the Parma football players sitting in the waiting room with their pads on after practice. And then we'd have little children who were waiting to get their posture corrected as well. So throughout the entire lifespan, your posture is with you always. So you have to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Now, the reality is, is that we've all had a posture for X amount of years before today's conversation, 34 years for me before I talked with you guys today. So the thought of changing it overnight isn't realistic. However, when we put together proper posture habits, it becomes our new normal. So I'm wearing right here a posture reminder. It just says, check your posture, posture by design. Now, you can put a little sticker, for example, on your computer or on your smartphone. It just reminds you. Maybe it's a little star sticker. And every time you see it, it's your reminder to check your posture, check your posture, check your posture. Because even if we have the best intentions, but we forget to put those reminders in place, or we can use healthy tech by setting a posture reminder that goes off each hour to do our our posture breaks, then it helps us change our posture habits which have that ripple effect that Dr. Cleopatra was talking about before to help have such positive impacts on our health overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can use your timer on your phone. It's there yeah. and you can set it. What I say is to have it go, like a really fun song or something you really like. Don't have it be annoying beat and, you know, do your posture exercises with your breath work and it's going to really help your nervous system to stay regulated Mm because people are telling me they're really having a hard time sleeping and they're saving all these activities for right before they go to bed. I'm like, no, you need to do it all day, multiple throughout the day. Um, Your routine is so different. And and these are healthy habits. I mean, you know, we're all health leaders and, you know, we, we're not just talking the talk, we're walking the walk. We do these things. And now I'm going to be incorporating posture activities. I love this. So I can't wait to teach the kids. I'm really excited to, to do, to do this with them. It'll be fun. And also to teach them the idea of getting up after and 30 minutes or an hour. I mean, my children are young enough that they're not really sitting for that long anyway, <laughs> but it's still a good thing to be teaching them very early in their lives. I think that's incredible. Dr. Krista, can you talk about, so, you know, I'm, of course, my obsession is the primester and fertility and pregnancy. And we know that posture and alignment in the pelvis and the hips can affect pregnancy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, as you know, of course, one of the most common symptoms that pregnant women are going to experience is low back pain, Mm -hmm. especially early on. And this is, I don't want to say it's normal, but it's, it happens often. It doesn't have to be normal, right? But it's very frequent. And one of the greatest changes that's happening within your body during pregnancy is the expansion of the hips to allow for the position of the baby, which is a very positive thing. Mm -hmm. With that being said, how we tend to support that increased anterior weight as the baby begins to grow within your, your belly is we go forward like this. You'll see a lot of pregnant women, they place their hands on their lower back and they press their belly forward. And what ends up happening is we increase that curvature of the lower back and we're increasing the amount of pressure on those nerves that are exiting out from your spinal column. Now, how this shows up and how it feels is you might have a lot of pain right in your joints, right at your hips, or you might have pain all the way down your leg, like a sciatica effect. Mm -hmm. That's because as you go into this position, you're compressing those nerves and it's creating pain all the way down your legs. 
So because we know the body's changing and it's such a beautiful process, if we can help align the pelvis properly, it's going to help be associated with shorter labor times. It's going to help prevent low back pain, which is very common. And then once the baby's born, and it's such a beautiful process of looking down, especially while breastfeeding, make sure that you're going to be supporting your neck, your cervical spine, and your shoulders afterwards. So when you put the baby down, you want to stretch, maybe do a posture break like we were just talking, because you're going forward. And it's a beautiful, loving, enduring, you know, you want to go forward in this position. But afterwards, we then need to straighten our spine. Because what happens after pregnancy is that a lot of moms come in and they have tension in their shoulders and they have a lot of neck pain as well. So we see the shift of low back pain before pregnancy, or excuse me, before labor. And then afterwards, we see that there's more neck pain and shoulder pain as well. So making these small shifts in your daily habits can help prevent chronic pain. And 80% of people experience back pain at some point in their life, and 70% have neck pain. So if we can prevent this from you, from happening to you, especially right now, we can prevent you from going to the hospital or prevent you from having to leave the home for to seek care because you're experiencing back pain. So especially during social distancing, what we do at home every day with our posture can help prevent ongoing pain. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And it's so interesting that you mentioned that because it, it it immediately takes me back to being a, a nursing mom just within the first couple of months of each of my children being born and having this really like crazy pain that radiated. And it happened, I think, each of the three times. And it was so uncomfortable. And, you know, you're in the middle of this beautiful moment of your life and you're, and you're experiencing this pain. And so obviously I wasn't stretching my neck and my spine as much as I needed to be. And so thank you for that. That's really, really incredible information. I love that so much. So Dr. Krista, we are so eager to hear what digital dementia is and how to prevent it both for ourselves and for our children. Yes, definitely for adults and for children. So what is digital dementia? Digital dementia is dementia-like symptoms, even in adolescence, associated with the overstimulation of technology and poor lifestyle habits. Let's break that down. I just said a lot of things. So if you were to go right now to alzheimers.net and you looked up the definition of dementia, it would tell you something like this, that it's a combination of symptoms. It's not an actual disease. It's a combination of symptoms associated with brain fog, poor memory recall, inability to focus. It's a combination of these symptoms, okay? So that's what dementia is. What we tend to think of with dementia, and let me know if this is accurate for you, is you think of an older person who can't necessarily remember like what day of the week it is, can't remember their family members. So now imagine having poor memory recall, but earlier in life. So if you think about how we've outsourced our brains to our devices, we start to experience these digital dementia moments. So as an example, we used to remember phone numbers, which were very complex sequences of numbers (laughs) that we could spout off no problem, right? Or when we had directions, like before GPS, if I wanted to go to Dr. Cleopatra's house, I would call. She would give me a, a list of instructions. It would be something along the lines of, look for the Starbucks on your left, go three feet further, take the next stop right on the right, look for the big tree, take a left there. 
And so as I'm driving, I'm engaging in a sensory experience around me to engage my brain to think and process what's happening. Mm -hmm. Now we get in the car, we put on the GPS and we get to our destination. And literally as we're there, we're like, I don't even know what happened just now. I got in my car, I spaced out completely, went on autopilot and arrived at my destination because GPS got me there. What is one of the most common things that happens with dementia? People with dementia, they go out for a drive or they go out for a walk and they can't find their way back. Literally, we experience these digital dementia moments because we're outsourcing our brains to technology. Now, with that being said, I do not want to just blame technology because it matters how we engage as human beings with our tech. So again, don't get rid of your devices, especially not right now, (laughs) because we need to stay connected virtually. However, we have to engage our bodies and brains in a proper way. So for example, I mentioned before what's called the reticular activating system. Mm -hmm. So you guys have probably heard of this where if somebody says red car, now you start thinking every time you see see more red cars than you did the day before because it's been brought to your attention. That part of your brain, the reticular activating system, it has that descending pathway that goes down to your spine. So imagine this example and then we'll pull it all together. If you fall asleep in class back when we actually went to our classrooms and <laughs> Dr. Cleopatra, she's, she's a professor. So imagine one of your students falls asleep, Dr. Cleopatra. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in a fantasy, in, in a, other colleagues' um, in my classroom, they fall asleep, <laughs> right? So what happens with our posture when we get tired? We start to go into this as we drift off, Right. Now, if you called that student's name, if you said, Dr. Krista, wake up. And so what would be the first thing I would do? Yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) Instantly sit up straight. Why is that our inherent response? It's our inherent innate response to wake up because we're literally waking up our brain. When we engage our posture system, it wakes up the brain to pay attention, Mm -hmm. right? So if we are hunched over our devices, we're not moving, we're outsourcing our brain to our device. Now, we're not paying attention and we can't bring in information as we normally would and recall it. Also, it creates a disassociation. Mm -hmm. So if you think about your brain, the front part of your brain is for intellect. This controls our movement patterns. It's how we think, how we process our, our motivation, our inspiration. This is the part of our brain that makes us human. However, when we're on a device and we're watching a YouTube video and we're not moving, then it's very stimulatory to the back of the brain called the occipital lobe. The occipital lobe is overactivated by incoming visual stimuli. So it's processing incoming visual stimuli. But what's not happening is because we have lack of sensation, like you mentioned, we're not activating our parietal lobe. And because we're not thinking, we're not activating our frontal lobe. And so the back of the brain is overstimulated, whereas the front part of the brain that makes us human is understimulated. Add on top of that, the right and left hemisphere, okay? So your right hemisphere of your brain makes you creative. That's our musicians. That's our artistic part. This is how we visualize our left part of our brain, which we also need. We use both parts, <laughs> not one or the other. You're a combination of both, but you can be more dominant on one side. But our left brain is more for mathematics, for language, for details. Instead of thinking of the whole picture like our right brain, we think about the individual details. Now, when we're on our devices, we're stimulating that left brain. So many children who already have um, neurological disorders, they tend to be left brain dominant and lower on the right brain already. So now, as I'm seated, I'm not moving, (laughs) so I lack stimulation. 
I'm outsourcing my brain, so I'm not engaging my frontal lobe. And on top of it, I'm overstimulating the left hemisphere. We need to put down the devices and we need to pick up our posture systems to prevent this onset of what's called digital dementia. Now, if you've ever experienced it yourself, it's that feeling, and probably right now, actually more than ever, like you go to do something on your device. Like I have a very specific purpose of sending a text message. You open up your smartphone. An hour later, you have no idea why you picked it up. You never sent that text message. <laughs> and you went down this rabbit hole <laughs> of being over-notified. And you were just here. Oh, like notified So much, right? And so, I mean, now more than ever, please help your children have healthy tech boundaries. Being empathetic to the fact that we're doing virtual schooling now. We need to connect yeah. with family members. Like I'm having dinner with all my family, you know, on, on Zoom on Wednesday. How fun is that? We can use technology for good, but we have to create healthy tech boundaries and routines in order to control our devices and not have our devices control us and Mm. create this tech tech posture from a physical perspective and these signs and symptoms associated with digital dementia from a neurologic perspective. Well, and even like you're doing right now, you're staying physically active, right? So like many students that I work with, I wind up coming in and say they need a standing desk. Mm -hmm. Um, so like you can take your computer, I have mine, I have a double counter where there's a low counter and a high counter and I put my computer on a high counter and I work on the end. I also do have a desk, an exercise bike desk. But you can have that's your kids. fun. I yeah, know. Yeah. That's I trying that. to do an interview on that. That's I awesome. love it. Yeah. I'm looking at Dr. Krista. She's totally like not even out of breath at all. Right? She's right. like just chilling. I, so I have a sit stand desk. And I when I stand at it, I use my rebounder. I stand on my rebounder and I just bounce while that's I'm so working. And I love that so much. But a bike desk and a walking desk also sounds really fun. And you don't have to go, you know, kids that are standing, they're just engaging different muscles, but you do need to keep your computer up as well. So they're not bending down. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I see people do um, that, I, you know, obviously Dr. Christopher says is not a good idea. We want to really keep them engaged in a lot of ways, but also protect their posture. Because one of the things I do see is that people get the stand-up desks, which are such a a phenomenal thing to have, but then they don't bring the device up to eye level. So it actually accentuates that leaning forward posture. So we're trying to implement the great habits and I I applaud that and and I recommend it. But let's make sure that it's up high enough where we're still looking at eye level with our devices, because if not, it could actually be accentuated if we're standing. And now, and also this, where we shift our weight to one side. Are you guys guilty of that? <laughs> where you put all of your weight on one hip and then I'm shift sure. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I do that. I actually do that all the time, Dr. Chris, at the gym when my girlfriend's with me. But, you know... <laughs> Sometimes I'm turning to them and then we switch, we switch to, you know, um, exercise equipment, but yeah, you know, it's hard. And even my, my uh, exercise desk is a little low for me. So I only use it when I'm doing voice dictation and then I just put my device down and then I take my earpiece and I put it next because just so everybody knows all the Google docs and sheets can do voice dictation for people that don't do, know that on your, your, your phone. If you have it on a PC, you have to have like a Dragon Dictate or something like that. So it's a lifesaver. Anybody who's gotten a lot of texts for me or, or documents, usually it's done at the gym. So <laughs> I know all about it. Really amazing, it's creative, right? right? It's like awesome. You know, there's little things even in technology that 
stop us from, because I'm really feeling it right now. Like this is just feeling so timely for myself that, you know, um, I normally exercise, I am exercising, but I exercise more, way more than I have been just because there's just been a mental health crisis and I've been there. So now I'm scaling back a little and putting the exercise, but what I can do is I can on the hour do posture exercises. There's no reason why I can't. Absolutely. We really can control our universe within the universe that we live. I just want to reemphasize that. And the reason I'm reemphasizing it is maybe just because I'm telling it to myself Mm -hmm. because I went into that state of like, I don't know what to do with myself, not being able to go outside. And I was less productive and I was panicky and my mental health, it was not where it needed to be as a leader for my community and for my family. And so by changing my workspace and implementing new habits and routines, and recognizing that it's a new normal, it was like I was a new person the next day. So if anybody right now is like, you know what, all this sounds good, but I have this, 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 and this to do, just take a moment, prioritize your health first, set up your your workspace in a way that's productive, set up your children's learning space in a way that's productive for them, not only taking in information, but retaining it, Mm -hmm. saving their bodies while doing it. Because when we can control that part of our environment, it's going to help us stay sane, healthy, and happy for everybody being under the same roof at the same time, trying to accomplish their goals, whether it's work related, play related for younger kids, or whether it's school related for our older kids. Okay. So we're all in this together. Let's yes. make sure that we're protecting ourselves and protecting our families and having fun with it too, because if not, it can feel like a little bit too much, too many things to think about, right? Yeah. So start with one, start there, implement and keep tuning in to Dr. Roseanne, Dr. Cleopatra, because they are bringing in the top experts who are just absolutely sharing what you need to know about health, prevent the infodemic from <laughs> just scrolling Facebook or you know YouTube or whatever it is for all kinds of information. Just focus on the people that you trust, which I know you can do with Dr. Cleopatra and Dr. Roseanne. Well, and this is your top expert, and that's why we have you yes. here. And, you know, you've been such a resource to, you know, you do a lot of work for corporations on posture, um, which is more important than ever with everybody who's working from home. You teach mm-hmm. other professionals all over the world. And so how can people best reach you, Dr. Chris? We're so blessed and thankful that you are here with us today. Thank you so much. And yes, let us know what links we can share. If people want to learn more from you, they want to get in contact with you. Well, thank you again for the opportunity. And if you guys have any questions posture related, especially as you start, you know, setting up your workspaces and wanting to get your kids moving and wanting to create those healthy tech boundaries, feel free to shoot us an email and follow us at the American And of course, tune into our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash American Posture Institute. I mean, you're just such a resource, you know, moms, their kids, really everybody, everybody age and thank you for sharing really truly things that are so actionable and hopefully you know empower people and like you do these as you feel it immediately you know it's going to take a while for your muscles to retrain mm-hmm. but you do feel immediate relief when you do them so thank you yes yeah the last you. thing we need during quarantine is back pain and neck pain let's make sure that we're controlling our mental health and everything that we can control let's make sure we're protecting our bodies and of course staying productive that's what we need to yes. be doing right now in this time this has been so incredible thank you for being here with us and i am going to be inviting you back for a fertility library entry 
for the Fertility and Pregnancy Institute, please. So count on another invitation from me. It's been so great to have you. Thank you for sharing this really important information that's so simple to implement with us and our mamas. And we will see you really soon. Likewise, we're all in this together. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the valuable information you're providing to all the moms. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Krista. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We are sending you lots of love and we will be back here to see you again tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Are you feeling just as overwhelmed as the families you're working with? As a therapist, you were thrown into virtual technology and you've been searching high and low for effective ways to turn the dial with your clients in teletherapy. I've got an aha moment to your feelings of overwhelm and uncertainty. The Teletherapy Toolkit is the only book available and it has 450 pages of therapeutic activities information sheets, and checklists to help children, teens, and families not only keep them engaged, but also facilitate that change. Go to www.teletherapytoolkitbonus.com for your free therapist activity decision tree to help you decide if a session activity is therapeutic or not, and some pretty great videos just made for you.